and the praise team is up praising and you just that come on lift your hand come on give the Lord some praise I see you can look in the spirit you can see people they're here but they wish they were somewhere else they came but they're not expecting anything from the house of the Lord they're not entering his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise they haven't done that in so long they can't even remember how to do it so we got a church full of dead men's bones stacked up in the valley and the bad news they don't even know they're dead this is jerry g martin if you know that you're stuck in a rut and feel like you don't have any spiritual vitality at all join me today for this impactful message on how your dry bones can live again come and go with us as we walk in the light of god's word Good morning. I'm sitting there watching everything. I'm supposed to be heading up here. <laughs> How many glad to be here today? But you are not here by accident today. You are here on purpose. So I want you to lean forward as we prepare to go into the Word of God. I want you to lean forward. I want you to listen closely because I have a message designed with your name on it. As I look out on the landscape of the church, I see a picture that is much different than what I believe Jesus Christ had in mind for his called out ones. Here's what Paul the apostle said about the church. He said, but thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then Jesus Christ said this, he said, upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. He also said, I have come that you may have life and life more abundantly. Are you getting the picture that the church is designed to be alive and vibrant and victorious? But that's not quite what I see when I look out at the church today. There are believers who are so discouraged, so disappointed, or disillusioned, or disgusted, and even defeated that it seems that all of the spirit of life have been drained out of them slowly. I've just been thinking, well, maybe that's just me. So I decided to ask other pastors that I know. I say, are, are you seeing in your congregation people who just seem to be lifeless? They said, yeah, I'm noticing that. Throughout my congregation, they just seem to have no life. Believers find themselves barely going through the motion of prayer, going through the motion of praise, going through the motion of participating in the things of God. We know it's the right thing to do, but then we don't have any joy. We know we're supposed to come to prayer. We know we're supposed to pray, but we don't have any joy. We just listen to the song and hope they hurry up and get through. We don't have the passion we used to have. We don't feel connected when we pray. We may even 
doubt that we are alive spiritually. What I see reminds me of an experience the prophet Ezekiel had. And I want to take some time and I want you to go with me as we look at this experience that Ezekiel, the prophet of God, had. He was a prophet that God raised up to speak to his people when they were going through the most challenging and the most devastating times of their lives. They had been invaded by an enemy army and many of them lost everything and they were taken away as a conquered people to a foreign land. And as God spoke to his people then, let's allow God to speak to us today. And while you're listening, I want you to say, Lord, speak to me. Come on, say, Lord, speak to me. In Ezekiel chapter 36, I want to just set the context for this message by giving you some background of what God was sharing to and through Ezekiel the prophet. Ezekiel 36 verse 1, he says, Son of man, Prophesy to the mountains of Israel and say, O mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. I want you to, I want you to circle that. Hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. The enemy said of you, Aha! The ancient heights have become our possession. If they were here today, we would say, aha, see there, you thought you was something because you were saved. But look at you now. <laughs> Where are you now? You have no power, you have no strength, and you're ineffective. And then in verse 3 says, therefore prophesy and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Because they ravaged and hounded you from every side so that you became the possession of the rest of the nations and the objects of people's malicious talk and slander. They're talking about you now. Talking about your bad. Verse 16. Again the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, when the people of Israel were living in their own land, you know, when you had it going on, they defiled it by their conduct and their actions. Their conduct was like a woman's monthly uncleanness in my sight. God's talking about his people. So I poured out my wrath on them because they had shed blood in the land. Or let me put it this way if he was talking today. I poured out my wrath because of all the babies that have been killed in their land with abortion. And because they have defiled it with American idols. God said, yeah, I did it. But then God says in verse 24, for I will take you. He says, I'm going to give you a do-over. I will take you out of the nations. I will gather you from all the countries and bring you back to your own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all of your impurities and from all of your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of 
flesh. And then I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees. You will be obedient again. And then you will be careful to keep my laws. You will live. Let me say that again. You will live. Somebody say, I will live. In the land I gave your forefathers and you will be my people and I will be your God. That chapter in Ezekiel 36 he is speaking for God, and he tells us that God is aware of what happened to his people and why it happened. It also tells us the vision and the outcome that God has for his people. He says, I will gather you. I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart. I'm going to put my spirit in you. And then he says, you're going to live in the land and you will be my people and I will be your God. And then we come to the next chapter, 37. And God says, Ezekiel, I want to show you something. I told you what happened to my people and I told you what I want to do for my people. Now, let me tell you where my people are right now. Ezekiel 37. The hand of the Lord was upon me. This is Ezekiel speaking. And he brought me out by the spirit of the Lord. And he set me in the middle of a valley, for it was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them. And I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley. And they were very dry. He asked me, son of man, can these bones live? I said, O sovereign Lord, you alone knows. You alone knows. Ezekiel had an encounter with God. And it was by the Spirit of God. He had an encounter with God. And it was by the Spirit of God that he's going to talk to us. Evidently, God wanted to show him something very pressing and important that was not readily apparent. You had to see this by the Spirit. You had to have a spiritual eye to see what God was going to show him. Things can look one way in the natural and be totally different in the spirit. There are times when God needs to take us away from the place where we are to give us another perspective. So this place that he was taken was a valley. A valley often represents Times in our lives where we're going through tough times. There are times when you've been on the mountaintop. You ever been on the top of the mountain? You know what you didn't see at the top of the mountain? A lot of people living there. We go there and then we come down. Most of us are in or around a valley. 
we go to the mountaintop to visit. So here was Ezekiel's first observation when he got in there. I want you to go with us. He says, God took me to this valley. And he said, <coughs> excuse me, it was full of bones. Full <coughs> of bones. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to get this message out. <coughs> he says, it's full of bones. Now, I'm Ezekiel. I'm walking around here saying, what is this? It is full of bones. And he said to himself, there's a lot of bones here. What happened to all of these people? Whose bone is that? Is that Raph's bones? Juanita's bones are there? Every one of those bones belonged to somebody. They didn't start out to end up in a valley, but that's where they are. This is Jerry G. Martin, and I certainly hope that you've enjoyed this message. It was very challenging for me and perhaps it's challenging for you. I know that there are those of you who have been going through some challenging times over the last few months and over the last few years with all the things that have been going on. But God is saying, these bones can live. God is not finished with you. And it's not over until he says it's over. So we are encouraging you today to stand on your feet, speak to yourself and say, these bones will live. Prophesy. Speak the word of God and let the spirit of God renew your life. If you would like to hear today's message in its entirety, I invite you to go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. There you can hear today's message as well as previous messages that we've aired on this broadcast and it will be encouraging to you. I want to encourage you that we are here for you. If you would like prayer, you can call us at our prayer line number at 281-964-1393 and we will pray for you. You can leave us a message or we can join you in prayer. I invite you to be my guest at The Light of the World each Sunday at 10 a.m. We're in person. The Spirit of God is moving. The power of God is moving and your life can have new vitality. Come on, be with us. Each Sunday, 10 a.m., we're at 16161 Old Humble Road. Or join us online at lowcf.org. You can join us for our live streaming service on Sunday morning, again, at lowcf.org. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.